Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Thelma Nwaboku. Good morning. Um, Let's read Luke chapter 6, verses 27 to 30. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Jesus wants to speak to those people who are listening, not merely hearing, but listening, because you have to be attentive, for he is about to drop something so life-changing, so earth-shattering, that you will not be the same again if you let it drop into your spirit and catch a hold of it. So listen up, for I know that this is you this morning. The Spirit of God is really moving because Josh spoke on this on Sunday, and I'm adding another dimensional layer. Placing this passage in context, I have opted for the spirit in which Jesus speaks it, and that is the heart behind what he is saying, and the importance of the kingdom of our heavenly living invading the earth by the principle of God's love um, being shed abroad through the impact of the transforming power of the resurrected Christ. I can't help thinking Jesus' intention was to rock the boat to remove the smugness that the Jews had so willingly built up for themselves, and even us today. And Jesus did this to the maximum effect because nearby nearby where he preached, Sidon and Tyre, he knew lots of Gentiles would be around. The words love and enemy jar against each other, not the usual complementary pairing. When we think of the word enemy, we think of over there, nothing to do with me, because it is such an emotionally, culturally and historically laden word, which speaks of an intensity of violence, physical and emotional, especially of war and hatred. However, enemy is not just about wartime. You see, your enemies will demand something from you. Enemies come in different forms, but their common denominator and modus operandi is the fostering of fear, hate and exclusion. Because you are not the universal Western societal shape, you are fat shamed. Because your skin is not the right colour, your nose the wrong shape, your accent is different, you are excluded, marginalised, labelled feckless and stupid. Because you are over a particular age, you are deemed no longer relevant, not valued, and are pushed into the corner of isolation and loneliness. All this, and a whole lot more, can foster resentment, anger, pain, and rejection. Because we are social creatures, we tend to imprint the interactions we have with each other into our lives and internalise them by means of transference and reinterpretations, which we then translate into who we become and what we think. This then forms a lived out pattern of our existence. Thus, a habit is formed of stereotypes, stigmas and prejudices 
most of which are formed by misinformation and fear, and which can carry over into generations. Sometimes you might not even know why. The original reason has been lost. It's just how we do. So we flock together in the same social and ethnic groups, families, and there I say it, even churches. This habit, the creation of an unconscious bias and prejudice, is fertile ground for hate and development and the development of enemies. Jesus challenges what he saw to be the insular worldview of the Jews. They stayed within their community, helped and loved up on each other, but deemed it acceptable practice to be mean, cheat and exploit anyone who was a non-Jew. Remember the parable of the Good Samaritan? Their view was defined by other, i.e. not worthy, not of value, enemy, and thus not human. Therefore, they could do anything to them that they, and treat them with unconscionable behavioural practices. This is a very dangerous worldview because it is able to permit such atrocities as slavery and mass genocide of peoples. Think of our world today. The other becomes the enemy. We are living increasingly in a polarised society. We rarely come out of our groups and this can be dangerous. But being a Christian has to change that. So how can we avoid the pitfalls? Do you remember those brain teaser challenges, spot the difference, where you have two seemingly identical pictures, but on close inspection, there were slight differences? Well, being a Christian is nothing like that. Jesus calls us to a completely different way of living and to a different worldview, to be salt and light and to stand out. Because we are now new creations, we are to walk and live in this new creation reality of the kingdom of heaven here on earth. And transformation is the key to this. You see, we too were enemies of Jesus at one time, but he went ahead of us to show us the, the example. He demonstrated his love for you by opening wide his arms on the cross and died for you, his enemy. The antidote is to do likewise, to do good to our enemies and haters and deliberately show them love and kindness and not to retaliate. Woe is me, I hear you cry. What is to be done? This is such a hard ask and we often want to run away. I know most of us have heard about the caterpillar turning into a butterfly as a great illustration of transformation. And it is. But I want to bring to your attention another illustration, and that is the little chick trying to hatch from its shell. The other chicks had hatched, but this one was struggling, so the farmer gave it a helping hand by removing the shell. As all the chicks grew into birds, the one that had been helped had a deformed wing and was not able to fly or do a lot of the things that the other birds could. You see, the struggle was what would have made it strong, and the struggle worked the various parts of it that it did not know were designed to equip it to function fully into the next season of its life. Without this transformational change, we too remain the same, and no different from anyone else. Without this change, we remain weak and ineffective and prey to the world. Sometimes the very thing we are holding so tight to is the very thing that holds us in bondage and prevents us from changing. But when we let go, we release its power and hold over us and we are able to have the freedom to change, be transformed and walk in love. The transforming power of the cross is love. 
The love for our enemies and haters. The love of God and his goodness drives out fear, hatred, insecurity, and God's goodness replaces hate with honour, value and worth. And in so doing, we tap into the reality of God's kingdom and live it experientially in all of its glory. Jesus gives us two things to help us live this victorious, transformed life. He sends us a helper to walk alongside us. So we're not doing this alone. The Holy Spirit comes directly from heaven to live in us and grows the love of God in our hearts, unveiling Jesus and the kingdom of heaven to the world through us. For as Jesus says, the kingdom of God is within you. The Holy Spirit gives us the heart to give and to love generously without expecting the other person to reciprocate. We just need to ask for his help. But Jesus also gives us an amazing group of people whom I had the privilege to hang out with some weeks ago to help us. They have lived through this process and have encountered many enemies along life's journey. Whilst we relatively younger ones are running around like headless chickens, tossed about by every wind of change, wondering how will we survive? This is a group, there is a group in our midst who have been there, done that, and may not be wearing the t-shirt, but probably gave birth to the designer. Yes, you've already guessed it. I'm talking about our HTC seniors. So come down and help celebrate the Queen's Jubilee with them on June the 1st at church and learn how God has been working in their lives and bring other seniors with you to enjoy the fellowship. Let's show them kingdom living and show the power of the transformation of Christ in our lives and unveil the love of God to the world. Amen. On HC's Daily this morning, we prayed on the back of what Thelma just shared and um, that we would be people who would uh, love those who are different from us, that we would uh, do good to all those around us, um, that we would be carriers of Christ's peace and Christ's love um, to a broken and hurting world. Amen.